Welcome to the Crypto Altruism Podcast, the podcast dedicated to highlighting the intersections of social impact with blockchain, cryptocurrency, and Web3. I'm your host, Drew Simon from CryptoAltruism.org. Now, before we get started today, just a quick disclaimer. While we may discuss specific projects or cryptocurrencies on this podcast, please do not take any of this as investment advice, and please make sure to do your own research on any potential investment opportunities. And now, on to the fun stuff. Thank you so much for joining for a super exciting episode that we have today. For this episode, we are thrilled to be joined by Naja Roberts, founder of Crypto Kids Camp. We discuss the amazing work of Crypto Kids Camp in providing a high-quality modern tech education to children and youth, their adaptive beast mode curriculum, and how they're helping bridge the gap to tech education for underserved populations. Our guest, Naja Roberts, is a crypto expert, motivational speaker, and the founder of the first African-American and woman-owned crypto exchange and education center in the country. She is the founder of Black Wall Street, the first black-owned digital wallet for the community, crypto blockchain plug, an educational center providing high-quality crypto education and capacity building, and of course, Crypto Kids Camp. While STEM and STEAM have traditionally been the standard for the world of science and tech education, it often fails to keep up with the lightning-fast pace of technological innovation. Crypto Kids Camp combines emerging technology with financial literacy to create a unique educational experience that not only improves upon these conventional programs, but stands in a lane of its own. Their innovative beast mode curriculum helps kids stay ahead of the curve and start the journey to becoming crypto and tech experts and enthusiasts. Thank you so much for joining today, Naja. It's an absolute pleasure to have you. Um, so excited with, with all the great work you're doing, and it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here today. Great. Well, you know, I've uh, been following your work for quite some time now, and I'm really excited to dig into Crypto Kids Camp and the, and the great stuff that you're doing there. Um, before we get there, I, I like to start with a, uh, uh, a question similar for everyone around how they got into the space in the first place. And I know that you, you know, not only you're involved with Crypto Kids Camp, but you're also involved with uh, Black Wall Street, Crypto Blockchain Plug. You've done a ton of you know, educational workshops and stuff. So I'm really excited to hear your story and how you got into the crypto space. Sure. So... Early on, some friends of ours were actually interested in mining. And we all came together and we started talking about mining. And everybody else decided to invest. And my husband and I thought because we were in financial services, we didn't need this new money type thing. You know, (laughs) finances weren't going anywhere as far as we were concerned. Mm -hmm. And we passed on the opportunity. So that was our first introduction to Bitcoin and and mining uh, back in probably about 2013, I'm going to say, or 12, somewhere around in there. But anyway, so we passed on the opportunity. So they started mining and they were making some pretty good uh, Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And so because we thought we knew everything as financial advisors, um, I just kind of decided to sneak and buy some Bitcoin on my own. I left it on an exchange called Mt. Gox. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the rest is history. Unfortunately, so yes. <laughs> very, very angry about cryptocurrency and what cryptocurrency um, had to do. You know, I felt like Bitcoin was to blame for my losses, right? Mm-hmm. Just Bitcoin was to blame. And so fast forward, stating into financial services, but really couldn't find my footing, like what could possibly really, really help our community. I know insurance and annuities and all those things like the back of my hand. And the more I took a look at them, I was like, you know what? Something is wrong with this where you really have to kind of like pass away to really take advantage of these things. And so um, I got an epiphany in 2017 after listening 
to a seminar about what Bitcoin really was. It wasn't uh, what I thought it was. And so mm-hmm. I um, dug in I, from Friday to Monday. And this is no joke. I woke up and I told my husband, I'm not going back to the traditional financial services. I'm going to get involved and learn about Bitcoin, the fundamentals, the technology, and I am never going back. And he was like, what? And I (laughs) said, yeah, that's it. So we had a financial services office here, which is where we are right now, which is an actual exchange. And uh, I sat in here for months and literally just engulfed myself. And that's how I really got educated on the technology. And I was sold that this is going to change the world forever. That's an incredible story. And uh, it's so cool, you know, how going from really over a weekend, you know, you made that decision and you were convinced that this is, uh, this is what's, you know, right for you moving forward. And um, since then, you've been a, played a huge role in in onboarding many others into the space, um, which is incredible through your various educational workshops. And then of course, through uh, Crypto Kids Camp, uh, which yeah. I'm really excited to learn more about um, and, and to hear the impacts that it's had so far. And um, so tell me about Crypto Kids Camp, how it all got started, the vision behind it. Well, uh, to be quite honest, how it got started is I am definitely a product of my environment. So as a financial advisor, um, I, I really wanted to reach back into the community because, as you know, financial advisors make some pretty good money. Uh, so I did something called a welfare to work program. So I had these women that would come in and I would teach them how to get off welfare and get them into the workplace. So they would like call on my insurance policies and do all these things. Well, one of those young ladies actually had an incident where she could no longer take care of her four children. And she left them at Department of Children and Family Services. And so I knew she was going through some things. So I asked my husband, can we pick these children up? There were four of them at the time, ages one, three, six, and seven. I asked him if we could pick them up and keep them for at least 90 days till she got it together because hated to see the children in the system. And then I hated to see them separated. And so... um, Um, And so we got the children. And as I'm learning all about cryptocurrency and I'm looking at them and I'm trying to really change their mindset because, you know, even though they were homeless and didn't have things, they like were so into brand names. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying you all need to learn how to invest and save. And so the long and short of it. I got them involved in cryptocurrency and started trying to teach them and change their mindset. Uh, And they're still with us today. They happen to have been with us five years now, not 90 days. And so they're now six, seven, 10 and 11. And I started Crypto Kids Camp really because of them, because it is so imperative that we start to teach our children uh, all the things that have to do with cryptocurrency. So instead of giving them money with the tooth fairy, I was giving them Bitcoin and just really showing them how those things work. And so it just became a passion of mine to make sure that um, kids that are inner city, kids that really, whose parents really don't have any idea about financial literacy or just any of that to really get this knowledge. And then I really knew I was onto something because children were then flying in from Spain, from Arizona and all over the place to get involved in Crypto Kids Camp. 
and they weren't afraid to come to the neighborhoods in which I was teaching. So that was another reason I was like, okay, I'm on to something. So, um, so yeah, we, we really put together like a, a ironclad camp and put together some curriculum and we have had a phenomenal time. Uh, we've been picked up in, on a couple of news, uh, very popular news outlets and just excited about the program. Yeah. What an amazing story. And wow, that's, that's so inspiring how it all came about um, and how you supported those, those four children. And then that kind of sparked the inspiration behind uh, Crypto Kids Camp, which is amazing. And so, you know, as someone with a background actually in education before I got into this world, um, I, of course, got to ask about curriculum, right? And the, and the beast mode curriculum that you put together. So tell me about that. So beast mode. So what I say as a teacher, I don't know if you will appreciate this statement because when I say it, some teachers cringe. <laughs> I say bye-bye to STEM and STEAM. Hello, beast mode. Sounds and awesome. Like, oh my God, what does that mean? So I am absolutely saying that our children need to speak the new language of code. So that's a must. They've got to learn this new language, uh, just like they would need to learn Spanish if they were in in Spain or Mexico, they've got to learn code because we are in the computer world, right? So they've got to learn that, but they've got to learn these new emerging technologies. Mm -hmm. So Beast Mode stands for blockchain. The E is for evolution of money. The A is artificial intelligence and augmented reality. The S is security, which is cybersecurity. The T is technology. The M is machine learning or mining. The O is online gaming. The D is decentralization, D apps, drones, <laughs> DeFi, you name it in the Ds. We are talking about that in Crypto Kids Camp. And the E is for engineering. And so our children are given the opportunity to uh, dibble and dabble in all of those different disciplines throughout our camp. They go home with their very own laptop. They go home with what I call a cryptocurrency phone because we're we're teaching them and grooming them that your cryptocurrency phone is not the phone you take to school because it's like you're taking your bank with you to school. So they have something totally different to keep their cryptocurrency on. They go home with a drone that they built and programmed. Wow. They go home with a robot that they built and programmed. And both of those, mind you, are actually operated utilizing their cell phone. They go home with an Alexa home. They go home with a virtual reality headset. And um, they go home with a knowledge of the careers that are available. Because what we don't want our children to do is spend all these years in, in school um, and get out and really try to figure out how technology plays a part in what they want to be. So if they want to be a fashion designer, we talk about different drawings and different technological uh, things that they can do on the computer. If they want to be a heart surgeon, we talk about machine learning, like how now doctors are allowing microscopic surgery to help them because of the robots and the things that they're using. So we make sure that the children do a vision board of what they want to do. Um, so we have a real kid uh, vision board party and we really go into what they want to do. And it really just helps give the parents an idea of what their child wants and not necessarily what they want their child to do. 
because the old antiquated thinking is gone. Uh, the, the old antiquated way of doing things is gone. Our kids nowadays don't even go into a job thinking they're going to be there for 40 years, for 40 hours a week to retire on 40% of what they were making. Like they don't even think like that. Mm -hmm. They think like I'm going to work today for the first time. Today is my first day. And what am I going to be doing in two to three months? And maybe I want to take this vacation and work remotely and I'll just quit. Like that's the new mindset. And so we've got to really get our kids interested in what they want to do and not what we want them to do. And emerging technologies is really the way that we need to start helping them think uh, so that they can stay engulfed and interested in, in career paths. Yeah, that's amazing. And it seems like a really inspiring and enriching experience for those that take part in it. You know, they get this amazing technology, they build that network and those connections and that support. They get some really cool, you know, piece of technology as well that, that will certainly help them uh, in their lives too. So that's amazing. So thank you for the great work you're doing there. Um, and so, yeah, you, you kind of mentioned this a bit and you went into about how you know, STEM really needs to evolve and, and keep up with the times, obviously, and the, and the rapidly changing technologies that are out there. So, you know, tell me what you feel sets the Crypto Kids Camp and the Beast Mode curriculum apart from traditional STEM programs. Well, as you know, uh, STEM and STEAM programs are pretty, I mean, they're relatively the same everywhere. Mm -hmm. But technology is changing so fast and these STEM and STEAM programs are so clunky, they can't really address, uh, address their curriculum quickly. So when some code changes and, you know, they're still teaching some code from back, <laughs> they're, they're, they're teaching some old lethargic, old antiquated code. And I'm going to say that they can't use it, but these programs have got to stay up to date like this, these systems and and, and just the technology is changing so quickly. I don't know how any of these, these programs can keep up. And so what we've designed our program to do is to be able to change. Like if, if some sort of uh, like a lightning network, let's just let's take the lightning network, for instance. Um, if we were just focusing on Bitcoin and, and we've got this curriculum that we can't change, then how do we add the lightning network? How do we start? So we've got to be able to be uh, agile in this space. And so I think that uh, we've got that recipe because when we need to change and add, we can add and subtract without having to go through all the bureaucracy of going through the board of directors and trying to figure out if we need to add this or we need to subtract this. Do we need to go online like today? As opposed to, you know, and it's just, you know, we think about COVID, how many companies had to go through board members and all these different entities to figure out if they needed to go online, which was they, and, and they were like three, four months out before they got like, oh, okay, yes. And then it was like, okay, we're using Google meetups. Well, no, Google meetups doesn't work because we're going to use Zoom. And, they, and it was just all this clunkiness when there was, it was just so simple if they really were focusing on the technology, but nobody had that experience. So we're trying to be uh, agile. We're trying to be top of the line and we are going to pivot with the times and the changes in the metaverse, making sure the kids are understanding what that actually means and what safety means inside of there. And as that technology goes from being clunky, as we know, you know, it's gonna go from these big, huge headsets really quickly to just a pair of glasses. And so we're ready for those changes 
And we're ready to make those changes and make sure that our children have the top uh, up-to-date things um, as it relates to beast mode. Mm, That's amazing. I love it. And I can certainly resonate with the piece about bureaucracy slowing things down and making it hard to enact change in progress. So I love that your, your curriculum and your program is really agile and really keeping up with the times and, you know, recognizing that, you know, who knows what the program will look like a year from now, and that's okay. Um, and needing to pivot with the time. So that's, so that's great. So I know another core component of your vision at Crypto Kids Camp is helping bridge the gap in access to tech education for those from underserved populations. Can you tell me more about that and how you're working to bridge that gap? So one of the things, you know, if I'm honest and mm. I'm always honest, one of the <laughs> things in our community in underserved communities that we know is fact is that we look up to and have always looked up to our athletes, mm-hmm. our movie stars, our entertainers, because that's really what we deemed as successful. Um, and so unfortunately, because we're talking about athletes, like one in 3000 make it to the NBA, the NFL and some of those things. And so uh, our community still strives to be that, even though the numbers are just like ridiculous. Uh, and, and even the parents really strive to make sure that and they live vicariously through these children. And so I really took a step back to see, OK, we're talking about the underserved community. Who do they listen to? Who do they resonate with? Who are they going to get influenced by? And it all came back to these entertainers, football, basketball players. So I said to myself, how do we bridge this gap? So I went out after all the NFL and NBA teams to say to them, hey, look, your talent, the people that pay the bills on these teams, they're they're phenomenal. But where did you get them from? You got them from inner city locations across the United States. How about you help me give back to those communities, not necessarily where your star players came from, we can go that angle too, but the cities that are close to where your stadiums sit. How about we go into those communities and talk to those children about having a plan B? Because maybe you won't make it to the NFL. Maybe you won't make it to the NBA. But you have to have something to fall back on. And I'm asking you to join forces with me to make sure that the message is universal, that they need to be falling back on technology, a tech job. And so everybody's been like, sure, sure, that's been great. Our only downfall has been COVID uh, because we can't go to these stadiums and we got kids that aren't vaccinated and Mm -hmm. it's just this whole thing. But as soon as COVID subsides, we will be partnering with both the NBA teams and the NFL teams. They have different foundations, even some of the players that have their own camps, football camps and basketball camps. We've been meeting with all during COVID. Zoom has just been incredible. Um, And we are at 100%. Every single ball team, every single player, every single entity that we have talked to has said, yes, you can bring your camp to our city. So how we're bridging the gap is we are coming to neighborhoods near you um, to really hold these camps, to make sure that the children are exposed to all these emerging technologies. That's amazing. I love that you're bringing the camp to where the need is, and, you know, instead of, because um, it can be obviously a barrier for some folks to need to travel. And um, so by bringing it directly to them can be absolutely huge. And that's, that's great. They're partnering with these, you know, role models in the community and everything. So that's, 
that's fantastic and a, and a great approach. Um, yeah. Yeah. So tell me about the impact so far in terms of, uh, you know, some, the folks that you've served so far and that have had the opportunity to take part in your camp. I am so excited to tell mm-hmm. you that parents and children have been asking how and where they can continue their quest. Uh, Parents are asking for the courses Mm -hmm. (laughs) because the kids won't stop talking about it. And so we've been trying to figure out ways to really have continuing education. We have decided we're going to do that through the metaverse. So we have some uh, things happening where our children every single Saturday will be able to join each other in the metaverse. We're going to make it a safe space for our children um, and just really have some continued education and some things that the children can sink their teeth in to keep them engaged. Uh, but the response has been overwhelming. Um, we're now um, trying to work with um, Dragon Chain, which is Disney's spinoff of the blockchain, oh. um, to just really get some things in place so that we can work with these children from five years old all the way up to they turn 18 and we won't lose sight of them. Uh, Even if their parents move around, we're doing some things to make sure that we're having and helping with multi-sig so we can, I mean, we just really want to stay in touch with them and help nurture them through their whole process of growing up and understanding this technological space. So we got some things we're doing. We got some top secret Disney stuff we're doing <laughs> that's amazing that is so cool and um love it would love the vision love the you know the opportunities you're creating for continuing education beyond the camp experience i think that's so important um so it sounds like you got some great things in the work and um so looking forward to the future maybe five ten years and i know that that is extremely difficult in the uh web3 space in the tech space because things change so quickly um but where do you see things maybe five years down the road for crypto kids camp so five to 10 years down the line for, for Crypto Kids Camp, I see um, our students that were prior students coming back to work for Crypto Kids Camp, which we had, we hired our first uh, Crypto Kids Camper uh, in 2021. Her name is Ashlyn. She came to work for the Over the Counter Exchange. I'm super excited about that. Uh, she was one of our first camps. But I see them really giving back and really um, um, learning and then coming back and paying you forward, even though we're paying them, but we're paying you forward. But what I also see is the actual brick and mortar location in every single community where Crypto Kids Camp is, aside of the different um, NFL and NBA stadiums and, and uh, practice stadiums and all those things. So we're going to be everywhere. I, I believe in the next five years, we'll be in 41 cities in the United States. I believe that we'll be in two countries because I'm looking forward to being in two uh, two other, well, actually two countries aside of the United States. Um, I know for sure we're going to be in Canada and I don't know how many countries in Africa we're going to be in, but we're going to be on another two continents as well. So I am of the mindset, go big or go home. Right. So we're going to make this thing happen. So I'm excited about that and stuff in Spanish, because we're going to make sure that we're uh, scaling where individuals that are speaking Spanish can attend our camps too. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, 
Love it. So, some amazing plans for the future and huge growth there. And as a Canadian and someone who lives in Canada, I'm super excited to hear that you're coming to Canada. That's amazing news. We're looking forward to that. And there's certainly a need here in, in uh, some of our communities as well. So that's great. Um, so thank you so much for all you shared. I'm really excited uh, with what I've learned and it's been so inspiring in the work you're doing and uh, just can't wait to see how things grow in the coming years. Um, obviously we weren't able to cover everything that we could have possibly talked about, uh, that would have taken several episodes. Um, and there's lots to learn still for those that are listening. So what's the best place for listeners to go to learn more about crypto's kid, crypto kids camp and, uh, and about you and, and some of your, uh, offerings as well. So we're on all social media platforms as crypto kids camp. Uh, but the website is cryptokidscamp.org. If somebody wants to volunteer, if somebody wants to donate, we welcome donations. Um, we're young in this space of uh, we are a 501c3, but we're still young. And mm-hmm. when you know, when you're young, there's a little bit of difficulty going to these uh, older organizations that are used to giving funds because they want to see two, three, four years track record, et cetera, et cetera. We've only held two camps, which I think is a big feat in and of itself without real funding. I think we've done an incredible job, but uh, Crypto Kids Camp is where they can find us. Again, CryptoKidsCamp.org. They can find me on all social medias as Naja Roberts, no underscores, no spaces, just Naja Roberts. And we love to have you come volunteer. We love to have you uh, do, if you're, if you're an animator, whatever you may have to offer. We love to hear from you. And I just want to thank you, Drew, for uh, the opportunity to share with you today and and share your listeners with me. And um, I'm just excited. Well, the pleasure has been mine. And thank you so much, uh, Naja, for all you've shared um, and for all you're doing. And of course, course, all the links will be in the show notes uh, for the listeners. Make sure to check out uh, crypto kids camp and uh and follow naja roberts to see all the amazing work she's doing so thank you so much for uh, for joining today it's been a an absolute pleasure and um i really appreciate all you've shared all right the pleasure is all mine you have an incredible rest of your day a huge thank you again to naja for joining the crypto altruism podcast and for the amazing work she's doing with crypto kids camp and in providing high quality education to the community and to crypto newcomers I'm so excited to hear about the exciting plans to grow CryptoKids Camp, including a possible expansion to Canada, of course, and I can't wait to see the amazing things they do in the coming years. Well, that's all for now. Thanks for tuning into the Crypto Altruism Podcast. For more great content exploring the intersections of cryptocurrency, blockchain, and social impact, check us out at CryptoAltruism.org. Also, check out our affiliate partners, and if you love what you heard, check out our website to learn how you can support us. Thanks so much for joining us, and I hope you'll join us again for our next episode. Until then, keep on doing good in the cryptosphere. Thank you for listening to the Crypto Altruism Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can stay up to date on new episodes as they're released and check out CryptoAltruism.org for more inspiring content.